0: We make an eternal impact in, in the lives of others. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Are you free this morning? Yes. Hallelujah. I am free this morning. And our God says that he who is in Christ is free. We are free in indeed this morning. Thank you. Father, we just thank you that we are free in you, thank you. Lord. Thank you that we have the freedom. To worship you this morning. We just thank you, Father, for your presence in this place, and we thank you for your Holy Spirit that helps us praise you and worship you in spirit and in truth, Lord. We just bless you name this morning, Lord, we just thank you that we are free in you, Lord. We just praise you this
1: I am free. Let the redeemed of the Lord rise up. Let the redeemed of the Lord rise up. Let the redeemed of the Lord rise up, rise up, rise up. Let the redeemed of the Lord rise up. Let the redeemed of the Lord rise up. Let the redeemed of the Lord rise up, rise up, rise up. To be salt and light in the world. Salt and light in the world, in the world, to be salt and light in the world. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Say so, say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so say so say so, sei so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Say so. Say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Lord say so. Say so. Say so. Say so. Say so.
2: glory to God we bless the name of Jesus amen he is the name that's above every name and we're grateful to him today amen he's an awesome God he's the God who makes a way where there is no way hallelujah and I don't know about you but maybe this week maybe your week you could keep playing uh Maybe your week this week, if you think about it and you reflect on it, maybe it hasn't been the very best week that you've ever had. Maybe you had some struggles this week and you say, if I was to sit down and talk to you, you might say, man, wasn't a good week. I'm tired, feel a little depressed, feel weighed down. This world is crazy and it got to me this week. Maybe your job is tough. Maybe your friends are rough. (laughs) Maybe your spouse is nagging you this week. No, never, never. (laughs) But whatever it is, we live in a world that there are many cares, there are many sorrows, there are many things that come our way. But our Father made an investment. He made an investment in you. Even when you weren't thinking about him, he gave his son for you. And because Jesus came, he said in his word in John chapter 10, that he came that we might have and enjoy life. And maybe this week you didn't enjoy much of life. You hear someone say, enjoy every moment. Some moments I don't want to enjoy. They're not enjoyable. But I tell you, having Jesus in our lives makes a whole lot of difference. It's not perfect because we don't live in a perfect world. When you have Jesus in your heart, doesn't mean that everything, the sun's always going to shine and you know, the bugs will stay away from you. But I can tell you that you'll enjoy life much more. I've done life with him and I've done life without him, and I can tell you life with him <laughs> is truly much more enjoyable. <laughs> Yeah, I got witnesses in here that can say that. So his investment in you that he made was his son, Jesus. He thought so much of you and I that he sent Jesus to come. And he left his royalty in heaven. And you'll remember the Christmas story. He came as a child. We're dedicating a child this morning. Jesus came as a child. Vulnerable, had to depend on others. He had a mom and an earthly father just like we do. And he came and he relied on them for his food and all of that. When he grew, he stepped into ministry, the very reason God sent him to this earth. And everything he did from the time he stepped foot into that grace and that calling was for you and I. He didn't do it for himself he could have sat really good in heaven and had it real nice he didn't have to come but he chose to obey his father and he came and he gave up his life willingly for you and i in fact he said no one can take my life unless i let them i could call legions of angels and they would come and save me but he chose not to why because again he had you On his mind and so when he was 33 years old he committed a horrible crime that was healing the sick raising the dead last time I checked that was a good thing but they didn't think so so they crucified him instead of Barabbas who was an actual criminal they asked to him to be released And they put Jesus up on that cross and he died with his arms outstretched and with you on his mind he had to do that because before that point you and I couldn't fellowship with him we were cut off from fellowship you know your friend Adam and Eve the nagging wife They sinned before God and that kinda stopped their fellowship with him. But Jesus came and he fixed that for us. He made it all right for us. He bridged the gap between God and you. So that's why we stand in this house this morning. And that's why I don't know about you, but I feel his love in this place this morning. There's a peace that we can feel that will free us there's a joy that we can receive even when all hell is breaking loose in our lives it transcends all of it and if we'll receive the gift of life that jesus bought and paid for with his blood they placed a crown of thorns on his head they beat him they pierced his side again why for you so you don't have to suffer I don't know this morning if you believe in hell or heaven but I'm here to tell you that there is one of each and we make all kinds of investments in our life I don't know about you but we started to invest and I look at my portfolio even though I don't understand a thing that it says oh the markets up the markets down and so That investment that he made in you is so valuable it only increases. If you don't believe in hell or heaven, I'm here to tell you that there is one. And you plan for vacations, you plan for school, you plan for college, you plan for your funeral, you plan for it all. But I'm here this morning to help you plan for what happens when you leave this earth. Because you are a spirit and one day We're all going to die. There's a 100% chance that every single one of us is going to die. I want to be real old when that happens. Real old. And what's going to happen to you after that moment? I know, sometimes we don't like to think about it, but you don't have to be afraid of that. You can know that you know that you know where you're going when you leave this planet. And I want to help you do that this morning. If you are not sure if you've never prayed and asked Jesus to come into your heart, I want to help you. I want to invest this moment of time into you. And I want to help you invest into your eternal life. So would you do something with me this morning? Would you just repeat after me? But I want you to believe it with all your heart. You know when you stood up, if you got married, and you said, I do. You, met, you better have meant that with all your heart. Amen. Your spouse would know if you didn't. I want you to to say, I do with all of your heart this morning. Say, God in heaven, I believe that Jesus is your son. That he died on the cross for me. Jesus, forgive me of all of my sins. I tell you what they are right now. (laughs) Forgive me. I'm sorry. And I receive you today. At this very hour, I receive you. Come into my heart. Take my life and do something with it. I don't know what to do, but I'm going to depend on you. Show me what to do, and I'll do it. I believe that I'm a child of God and that I am going to heaven from this day forward. In Jesus' name, amen amen hallelujah glory to God that's all it takes some people might tell you you have to give to a church you got to belong to a church you got to do this and that it's not about that it's about you and him that's it it's about you and him and so you develop that relationship with him the more you get in the word the more you get into his the word we call the Bible And so we thank God for the opportunity that we have to receive him and his gift of life. Amen. Glory to God. You may be seated. Greet one another before you sit. We are going to dedicate a child this morning. Glory to God. Thank you, team. We appreciate you this morning. You can leave that right here. I'm going to use it. (laughs) Thank you. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. I know if you're looking around this morning, you see we have several visitors this morning. Yes, you see them all? They're here for a dedication, and we're so happy to have them this morning. So children are very important to God. And I know, when you have kids in the service, it's different. I know, I know. They like to take, you know, we, what are you going to do? What are you gonna do right what are you gonna do say I'm cute and I want everybody to see me that's all and so uh, I have a good dress on today you know so she wants to show it off all right so uh, children are very important to God they are God's gifts to parents Psalm 127 verse 3 says behold children are a gift of the Lord the fruit of the womb is a reward I know, even when they misbehave, we still look at them as a reward. Amen, moms? (laughs) I'm a mom. In this church, we believe that dedicating a child is more than just a ritual. We dedicate our children to the Lord based on what the Bible says in 1 Samuel 1:27 and 28. It's the story of Hannah, who was a godly woman but had no children, and she really wanted one. She wanted a child, and year after year, she prayed for one. God answered her prayer and gave her a son whom she named Samuel. Well, after Samuel was born, we read about his dedication in 1 Samuel chapter 1. Hannah says this, I asked the Lord to give me this boy, and he has granted my request. Now I am giving him to the Lord, and he will belong to the Lord his whole life. And they worship the Lord there. A New Testament example of this is Jesus, whom we just talked about and received. Jesus was dedicated as a child in the temple after he was born by his mother, Mary, and Joseph, his earthly father. So these are just two examples of children we have in the Bible that are dedicated to God. The dedication of a child is a public commitment by the parents to do their very best to raise their child to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And it is an opportunity for me as a pastor to pronounce a blessing upon the child. As I lay my hands on the child, there comes a divine impartation and a deposit when it is received by faith. You, the faith family, are witnesses of this very significant event. And you have an opportunity to affirm your commitment to receive this child into the faith family and to love, strengthen, encourage, and pray for her and the family. So today, (laughs) some of you have already got to meet her. So today, it is my great joy to introduce to you a very special gift given to Roberto and Jessica Gomes, Her name is Kaylin Jade Gomes, and she was born on March the 4th, 2020. I'll ask Roberto and Jessica to come along with Kaylin's godparents, Felicia and Steve. You can join me right here on the platform. You can face the congregation. Come on up. All right. Her sister can come up too if you wanna come up. Yes, you can, everybody wants to see you too. All right, okay, now's a good time and, and we're gonna allow you to some time afterwards to take some pictures all together as a family too. All right, so um, let's see here. We usually give time for some oohs and ahs, you know, everybody loves to see, oh, oh, look at her, okay. So I said that children are a gift from God, and some gifts have no strings attached, but others do, like the gift of parenting. Parenting is a great responsibility, but the good news is is we don't have to do it alone. God has given us people that he puts in our lives. You've got some godparents here and your family. I know your mom is out there. (laughs) And so you have people who support you and help you, and so that's a good thing. Uh, Deuteronomy 6, verse 5 to 9 says, And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. And you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road and when you are going to bed and when you are getting up. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your forehead. Interesting. As reminders, write them on the doorposts of your home and on your gates. God has given you this awesome responsibility, a parental assignment, but know again that you are not alone in carrying this out. God, your heavenly Father, is always with you to provide you. Dad, you're going to need it. Two girls. <laughs> strength wisdom self-control as they get older and meet their their man (laughs) oh yeah encouragement love wisdom (laughs) you need to successfully complete your divine parental assignment all you have to do is go to him anytime you need him So I'm going to ask you to indicate your commitment uh, to these statements by saying like you do in a wedding, I do after each of the following statements, okay? Today, do you recognize that Kalen Jade Gomes is a gift from God and thank him for his blessing? I do. Do you dedicate Kalen to the Lord who gave her to you? Do you pledge as her parents that you will bring her up in a Christian home looking to God for wisdom, strength, and guidance? Do you promise to pray for her on a regular basis realizing it is only with God's hand upon her life that she can truly be successful? Do you promise, I do, I do, do you promise to provide through God's blessing for her physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual need? Do you pledge to take Kaylin to church regularly to worship the Lord and help her stay connected to the faith family? Amen. Do you promise to do all in your power to bring Kaylin to the knowledge of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? <laughs> I too, okay. If your heart is in these promises, this is, this is why it's fun doing this at like one, you know what I mean? When they're little infants, it's like, oh, wonderful. Now you're like, oh, we're competing with a one-year-old. Okay, uh, so I'm going to pray for Kaylin and I'm not gonna ask to hold her because I know how that goes. I have to exercise my faith just to be able to just touch her, so. <laughs> so, I like that face. I love your face. Love it. Okay, we're gonna pray. We're gonna pray for her. So can you do me a favor? Here, you she knows you more, so you do this. Say, oh, Kaylin. Okay, good. Just keep doing that. All right, that's your job. Okay, (laughs) Father, we just thank you for precious Kaylin this morning. I thank you for your power in her life. I thank you, Father. We call her a child of God, we dedicate her today from this moment forward. And a devil, we tell you, you cannot touch her body. You cannot touch her mind. You cannot touch her or come against her in any way. She is a child of God, and she is divinely protected by the Lord from this moment forward. I pray the grace and strength of God on this family. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Father God, that you will provide for her. They will never lack for nothing that concerns her. And so, You okay? So I got something for you. I've got a couple things here. Where's my letter here? Okay, so this is her first little Bible. Do you want to take that? And let's see if she'll take it. There's a Bible. Thank you. There you go. And then this is a certificate. I'll give this to Dad. This is a certificate of her dedication. You two will want to sign it. So it's yours. Uh, that just talks about how we dedicated her today. Now, this is a letter to Kaylin, and it's from me. When she gets a little older, where she understands, and, or even when she reads, you can open and give that to her. It just tells her about today and what was done here. Yes, Thank now, you. yeah. Now, family, if you wanna come, let's make this quick and stand up there, we'll take pictures of you and then we'll send it to you. You wanna come, the whole family? Come on, we'll, we'll take the minute and do it, come on. I'll, I'll take, you want me to do it with your camera, mama? here today, so he's our camera guy, but that's okay. I'm
1: going to do it. I'm going to do good. Now I need
2: you to take one
1: with me. Woo! What a family! Come on, give me a <laughs> hand. Woo! All
3: right. All right, look
2: towards me. Ooh. Everybody got <laughs> quiet. Everyone got real quiet. I'm, I'm taking pictures, whether you know it or not. <laughs>
4: Take one, please. All
2: right? I'm gonna come right next to Mama and Baby and Sister. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Cheese. Eat cheese. <laughs> All, right. All right. Hallelujah. Awesome. There you go. Yes. Look at this little one. Look at you. So precious. Oh, oh, I got a smile. I love it. All right, now if there are any teens in here or kids who have not gone down, uh, the teens are down, are the teens going down today? Or are they up here? All right, so the teens can be dismissed at this time. So if you're a teenager, go down. Miss Christie's going down. If you would like to join her, you can go down. And they just get together, the young folk get together and talk and stuff. And there's also children's, children's nursery downstairs. The ushers can point you in the right direction if you'd like to go. They have snacks, they have music, they have fun, they have juice. <laughs> the Little girl's big eyes are getting all big. <laughs> all right, Miss Nasha, where are you? Come on.
5: Good morning, everyone. Such a beautiful baby dedication. In the house, we thank God for this family that's here with us. Um, We want to announce that um, the Kingdom Couples movie event uh, will be postponed. We're going to do it here at the church at a later date. Uh, We got the theater times mixed up, so we're going to have to cancel the Sweetest Day event this Saturday. But we will come back with another date that we can show the movie here and have a great time, okay? So sorry about any inconveniences, but we will do it at a later date. Um, next on the agenda is please be mindful of October the twenty third. This is the Live to Lead broadcast event that's taking place. How many of you are excited and have that on your calendars? With some of people have already signed up. There's a sign up on the back table. Um, the time is from eight thirty a.m. to two p.m. here, um, and there will be lunch provided. And it's going to be a great time. If you were here last year, you know it was a great time, a great investment. Um, and what God has called you to do. So make plans to be here on October the 23rd. Um, Remember to pick up a monthly calendar and like and follow our social media sites. We have the church site. uh, We have Kingdom Couples site as well where we're updating, we're conversating. We just started a new thing also on Kingdom Couples. We'll be coming every week live talking about different marriage things. So stay um, up to date with that. And if it's in your heart to donate to Kingdom Couples, Um, please do so as you give your tithes and offering. We'll love to build up a fund so we can do some really exciting things, so we can invite some people here to do some guest speaking and things. We'll love to have some more events in the future, all right? And um, our trunk or treat, Mike is going to come and talk about that. So I'm turning the service over to Mike.
6: Good morning, good morning. All right, so uh, we had made a couple announcements already for sign-ups out back, and the sign-up sheet is looking sad. So we need some sign-ups. We got a trunk or treat on Halloween. We're going to do it from 2.30 to 4.30, so kids can come down here, get a bunch of candy, and still be able to go do things with their friends and stuff like that. So uh, we're doing it, like I said, on Halloween, 2.30 to 4.30. We would we, what we want to do is have people stay here after service, do a setup, set up the whole parking lot. We're going to have games and, and stuff like that. So we're going to have pizza and soda for people who volunteer to help set up. I know I talked to a couple people already who don't necessarily want to decorate their car but want to help out. So that is great. You don't have to decorate your car, but we're hoping to at least get a good amount of cars out there to make it something where these kids want to come out. Kids don't want to come out to get one Snickers bar they can wait and do that later on so we want them to leave with a big bag of candy uh, we're also looking for if uh, people can't donate their time and they don't want to decorate if they want to donate candy or money for us to go buy more candy we, like we said we want to give these kids something to make them want to come back Halloween is about candy we know the kids aren't gonna come here for anything other than candy we were all been there um, if you want to sign up for other than decorating you can write that on the sign up sheet in the back it does say what you're gonna decorate your car as. You can write down if you don't wanna decorate your car and you just wanna help out. But like we said, there'll be pizza and sodas for the people who do the setup, so. And I'm hoping, I'm gonna go meet with the youth group downstairs. We wanna get them involved as a way for them to give back to the community. There's a there's a lot of different things that they can do, so we're, we're hoping that they can volunteer to fill all these games so that these kids who come out can see what the youth here does, so. Uh, Thank you. I hope to see you guys all there. Eric. Thank you, sir. You guys
4: can go ahead and pass out the offering envelopes, please. Good morning. Happy to be here. This is the giving part of church. I enjoy it. I like to give. Second Sunday of every month is Mission Sunday. And we have a mission, we have some pastor friends in Cape Verde, so there's some pictures. we like to send them money and and Bibles and whatever we can to help the cause. It's a third world country. And Jeremiah 2911, we wanna get that into that country as much as possible because if you're a person without hope, I don't know what you're gonna do with your life. You're probably gonna be down and depressed. And without God's word, it's even harder. So the more we can get the gospel in Cape Verde spread throughout, and they're doing a great job. They have these big speakers on top of the building that they put out the gospel and music and things like that. And they are passing around Bibles. And, and I can tell you one thing. When I first started coming to this church and I saw the pictures from Cape Verde, there was probably five people. In that church building and as you can see it's grown and looks like the kids are having a great time so praise God on that now what I like to do before you know because I know when I come to church I give and I enjoy it but God says if you hold any grudges then you're not going to be blessed so before I come through those doors I always check my heart maybe even on the way to church check my heart do I hold any grudges Like Pastor said, we live in a tough world and we could have close friends and family that we might not get along with for whatever reason. And if you hold grudges, then then the uh, windows of heaven won't be open to bless us. So I always check myself. And then I say, what's tithing? Tithing is 10% of our first fruit. Anything beyond that is an offering that we can sow a seed specifically for our needs. Tithing protects us and our families from the devil, because he likes to kill, steal, and destroy, right? So I check myself, then I tithe, and then my wife and I made a pact that we're going to give so much towards the building fund, and that's we've done that every week, and God loves consistency, and so do I, because when we give consistently, we receive consistently, amen? I'm talking about giving, and, and someone that gives their time, and she's part of the praise and worship team just want a, a little celebration. I don't mean to embarrass you, Miss Brittany, but she's got a nice new Jeep outside. She said She works six days a week, so that's where the money's going, but God's blessing us, and we like to celebrate any win that we get in this place. Amen? Now let me get to my notes. I'm going to be a while. Just bear with me. I'm just kidding. So I want to talk to you about being out in this world and people want to tell us what to do with our money who to give it to what to spend it on and then even when we have things that happen that's supposed to be good for us people want to tell us that no that's not right so i had this job opportunity excuse me i had this job opportunity that fell into my lap and i was explaining it to somebody and, and right away that person was like Oh, well, no, and this is a Christian company that I'm gonna be working with. And I said, oh, no, Christian companies, huh? We all know how those can be. You can't always trust them just because they say they're Christian, and that's true. But whenever something happens, or if I'm gonna give, I'm always praying about it, I listen to the Holy Spirit, so when I do say it out loud, I know that's part of God's plan. So if I'm telling this person that it's a great opportunity for me for a job, and then there's being negative about it that's that's the devil right there he's trying to steal my confidence take my joy kill my faith and then take my money and that's not going to happen cuz i have god jesus done on the cross and we have the holy spirit that we listen to so that's one of the things we can't let outside influence affect us when we have we know in our heart it's god's plan A couple more things I want to get to. Psalms 37, three and four. Let me just find that. I thought I bookmarked it, but I didn't. I was doing a lot this morning so. Trust in the Lord and do good, then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. You need faith. We have faith in the Lord. It says right here, if we trust him, he's going to give us our heart's desires. Now, when you're thinking about tithing, it is 10% of our first fruit. And some people say, well, do I tithe on the gross of my paycheck? It's easy for me because I make salary, so I get the same check every week. Do I do 10% of the gross or 10% of the net? Well, let me tell you something. Caesar has his hand in our pockets, right? That's what taxes are. So if you want to do off... If you want to tithe off the growth, I mean the gross, then so be it. The more you give, the more you be blessed. But what I like to do is I tithe off the net because the gross isn't all mine yet. And then I know anything above and beyond the tithe, which I've spoken to before, is a seed that you can write down if you're writing a check, or you can write it in a book, or you can have it in your heart and say, Lord, I'm believing for this. I'm believing for a new Jeep outside, or I'm believing for a better job or I'm believing for a closer relationship with some family members that we kind of fell out. When you write that down and you sow that seed and then you pray on it, eventually it's going to come to fruition. It, it takes patience. It might not come, it could come that day, but it might not come that day, that week, even that year. There was a story, a guy, he, had, he was sitting on some oil and he couldn't get to it. It took him 30 years. Now he's a very rich man, but he believed in that oil and sowing seed every week towards getting that property so they could drill in it. To get that, and now he's a rich man, so one of the things we like to do is our confession, we say it every week, God likes consistency, and I don't just say this here at the church with you on Sunday mornings, I say it every day when I'm thinking of things, thinking about what I need in my life, because God wants to give us what we need, amen, now if we can all stand, And we can read this together, ready? Because we are tithers, the windows of heaven are open. The blessing is being poured out. Because we are sowers, we are furnished in abundance for every good work. We receive jobs or better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, settlements, estates and inheritances, interest and income, rebates and returns. We receive checks in the mail, supernatural wealth transfer, Bills paid off, debts demolished, royalties received, and properties acquired. We are getting our buildings, lands, houses, vehicles, and equipment. God is bringing into our hands great big seed, and we are moving forward in faith in every area of our lives. We command our harvest to come. Harvest, come to us now. Harvesting angels, go get it and bring it to us right now. In Jesus' name, amen. And you not bring your offerings up in the buckets. Now, we say this on a consistent weekly basis. And like I said, we say it. We confess things that are at our home. And we've gotten checks in the mail. I've had people hand me money in this church. So it's not just to say, and she said before, you know, the church isn't here to take your money. What we want to do is, by the blessings of God, is help as many people that come through those doors and the surrounding community as possible. And the way we do that is by giving and receiving. Amen? And you want to pray?
2: All right, let's pray. Thank you. This is my husband. For those who don't know, this is Mr. A- Mr. Murphy. Oh, <laughs> you're liked, <light>, Mr. Murphy. <laughs> Father, we thank you for this time together, and we thank you for a time to invest in your kingdom. It's not just throwing money in a bucket, but we realize the power of the seed. And so we thank you, Father, that you are the giver. And so because you've given to us, we can give with an open heart. Nobody's making us do it. We've decided today that we want to give what we gave. And so we thank you for this opportunity. I thank you that you multiply the seed that we gave today and we receive a harvest on it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Mr. Donnie. Hallelujah. Well, we don't have much time, and and I figure that would be the case today. Anytime we do something, you know, like a dedication or anything, it just takes up time, and we like to honor your time. I understand you've got things to do today. And so, uh, but I do want to talk to you just for a few minutes. Uh, We are in a series called The Holy Spirit and His Gifts. We've been talking about the Holy Spirit, and uh, we've been talking about the different gifts of the Spirit. And uh, last week, we finished up with the which gifts. Does anyone remember which gifts we finished up with? The gift of prophecy, which is a vocal gift. It's one that speaks. And so we're going to be heading into the power gifts, which are the set of gifts which say something. I'm actually, no, which do something. And so uh, they are the set of gifts which do something. And we're gonna start off talking about the gift of faith. Whether or not I do that today, I don't know. I'm just listening in my heart for the Holy Spirit. Yesterday, we went to a conference, uh, a meeting actually, it was a brunch uh, with some of our Rama family. For those who don't know, uh, we are part of the Rama family, which Rama is a, a, a church and a Bible school in Oklahoma. So we moved there when I was 15 and we uh, sat under the teaching of Brother Kenneth Hagen. I don't know if you know who he is. I call him Dad Hagen because uh, he's just a spiritual dad to me. And so we sat under his teaching. And so we're part of it. I'm ordained through Rhema and uh, we have accountability to them. And so we had a brunch yesterday in Andover, Mass. And so we got to see a lot of the other Rama pastors. And uh, one of the individuals who used to teach at Rama and who used to be one of the pastors, he was there. Marvin Yoder is his name. And he spoke on the Holy Spirit. And he talked about knowing the person of the Holy Spirit. And I wrote down a few things that he said, and one of the things, you know what he said? He said, over 60% of Americans, Christians in churches, do not believe in the Holy Spirit. Over 60%. Why? Because we haven't really talked about him, probably. We haven't talked about him as much. And we don't believe that he's a person, we hear spirit and we think, "Ooh, <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> you know." The minute you mention anything supernatural, "Ooh, you know," but he's a person. He's a person, and I like what he said. He said, "The Holy Spirit is here in an abiding way, not just a come and go. Didn't just come and go." He wants to be here with you at all times. And when he comes, he brings his gifts. He brings peace. He brings wisdom. And so the Holy Spirit is a person. And he said also that the Holy Spirit has put great value on the days that we are living in right now. We're in what we call the church age. What does that mean? That means if you read your Bible, Mark, you have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Those are the first books of the New Testament that you'll find stories about Jesus in. Then Jesus ascends to heaven and Acts begins. And Acts is where we see right after Jesus ascends, the Holy Spirit comes down. Because he said... I'm going to send someone to you who's going to take my place and he's going to be to you what I was to you and even better. (laughs) Even better. And so the Holy Spirit came and that started the church age that we are living in right now. We're still writing the book of Acts, the church is. Now a lot of churches aren't doing what they were doing in the book of Acts. If you read the book of Acts, there were miracles happening every service there the house was shaken shoot if the house shook i think all of us would run nowadays it's been so long <laughs> we'd be like, earthquake <laughs> something we'd attribute it to something else but they were so conscious and they were so thinking about the holy spirit and they recognized every time he moved and because they honored him and they reverenced him. They got to know him and he revealed himself to them very often. And so that's something that uh, the Holy Spirit, he's put great value in these days. That's why he came. He came after Jesus, whatever, because he values the days that we're living in. Glory to God. And so the Holy Spirit uh, is... With us, and He wants to always be with us. The Word says He never leaves us or forsakes us. Never. And so maybe there are times when we feel that He's closer to us than others. Ever feel that way? (laughs) Well, it's not because He's left us. Sometimes it's on us, isn't it? We have a choice. See, the world thinks that God, if God wants you to go to heaven, he'll make you go to heaven. He's not a good God if he makes someone go to hell. Here's the thing. God doesn't send anybody to hell. You make that decision. God is not like, there's, there's two beings here, spirit beings, so God and the devil, and we hear about both of them. The devil will force himself on an individual. He will. God will never do that. God has made you and I with a choice. He, that's why we're free people, because we have a choice. We have a choice. We were created to say, yeah, I want something to do with you, or uh-uh, no, I want nothing to do with you. And so that's why sometimes maybe the Holy Spirit seems further away, and it feels like you're doing something yourself. I've had moments where I've gone through life, And I felt so close to God. Woo! And He was so close to me. And every step I took, I was singing. I was rejoicing. I was just, woo, me and God, we got this. We get up, we face another day, Lord. Oh, you are good and your mercy endures forever. I feel you today. And those were great days. There are other days where he felt so far away i questioned if he was really even there mhm pastor's daughter yeah are you even there yeah i've had days in my past where i thought why am i feeling so afraid right now why do i feel so alone right now why do you feel so far away i thought i thought you loved me Why did they do that to me? Why are they saying that about me? Why am I hurting right now? Where are you? Yeah, I've had those moments. But you know what? Even in those moments, he was gracious and merciful to me because he could have said, you know better than that. You were raised better than that. But no, he was very patient because that's one of the characteristics of God. He's patient. And he's full of self-control. That's why you can mess up over and over (laughs) and over again. Yes, you can. (laughs) Yeah. And he will receive you. And he won't cast you out. He loves you. And he has a magnificent plan for your life, which never changes. Even if you go down another path like I chose to do. I chose to turn my back on the God that I knew from the time I was a child and I went in the opposite direction. And even when I did that, he never failed me. And I would wake up, and the moment I started to pray again, and I, I, we sang this song when I was young in youth group, and this is the song that would always come to me. I would say, Lord, I want to know you. In my heart there is a fire. Every morning when I wake up, it's you that I desire. Just to know your heartbeat is what I long for, oh, Lord. I want to know you more. Now, I would sing that from my heart to him even though he felt far away from me. I said, I want to know you more. And he said, Maria, I've done everything I can do for you. I've given you and poured out all of me for you. You just have to receive it. You have to take it from me. How do you receive a gift? If I said I'm going to give you my car keys, I'm not. But if I said I'm going to give him my car keys, you have to open your hands and take them from me. That's what we have to do with Jesus, with the Father, with the Holy Spirit. It's simple. How do you go through your day and stay connected to him? Well, when you're struggling, maybe you're at work and you have something and it's not coming easy to you, or maybe you're just struggling to get out of bed in the morning and go to work. You just lift your eyes up and you say, Lord, you have to help me. I need you. I need you right now. Please, help me. And believe it. And I'm telling you, he's going to come through for you. Every time, he never, ever has failed me once. Not once. And I know he'll never fail me going forward either. You can depend on him even when those around you may not seem dependable. There's one person that's dependable in your life, and that is your heavenly father and if you'll just choose to walk with him and embrace his word his word everybody has a phone right who, who here does not have a phone maybe you don't want to write your hands because it ain't cool not to have a phone <laughs> but everyone has a phone everyone has a mobile device i've got my ipad here and uh if you will go to your app store you know whether it's your google play store or your app store and you just go on there, you can find this app called Bible. It's the you version app. Here it is right here. I use it every day. It's the YouVersion app, and you can just, I would go to John. I would go to, like, John chapter 1, and you can put it in a translation that makes sense to you. When you do that, and you just read just a little bit of it every day, I'm just going to read just a few minutes, i got up. I only have a few minutes. I'm going to just read just a few minutes, just a few minutes. And I'm just going to just believe that you're going to make this make sense to me. And that's what the Holy Spirit is for. He'll help you. He'll help you, and he'll make it make sense to you. He'll make it make sense to you. It will make sense to your heart. And so as you begin to read this word, As you begin to read this word, it will start to change you. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm going to read a verse for you. There's several verses that I really love in the word of God, but in Psalm chapter 112, I'm just going to go there real quick. I'm going to find it in my Bible app here. See, it takes away all of the pressure of knowing where all the books are located because all you have to do is press a button and it brings it right up for you. <laughs> The world we live in today. Psalm chapter 112. And I'm going to read it out of a translation that I think you'll love here. I'm going to read it out of the message. The message is a very clear translation. And I can't tell you the verse because the message Bible doesn't really have breakdowns in verses. It just writes it like it's one flowing thought. It says, Blessed, hallelujah, Blessed man, blessed woman who fear God, who cherish and relish his commandments. Their children, robust on the earth, and the homes of the upright, how blessed. (laughs) Their houses brim with wealth and a generosity that never runs dry. Sunrise breaks through the darkness for good people. God's grace and mercy and justice. The good person is generous and lends lavishly. No shuffling or stumbling around for this one, but a sterling and solid and lasting reputation. You know, I, I, I want people to say that, oh, yes, that person is a good person. Don't you want people to say that about, oh, they have a good reputation? Well, it tells us how to have that. It tells us how to get that. And then it says, unfazed, by rumor and gossip. We've got a lot of that going on in the world. we got a lot of that. Heart ready, trusting in God, spirit firmed, unperturbed. Ever blessed, relaxed among enemies, they lavish gifts on the poor. A generosity that goes on and on and on An honored life, A beautiful life. I don't know about you, but that's the kind of life I want to live. Don't you want to live that kind of life? I want to live that life. God will show you every step to take to have that and then to enjoy it. He's faithful. He is faithful. And it doesn't matter what you might be facing today. If you'll put it in his hands because his hands are so much bigger than ours. His hands are the one that formed the whole entire universe. He can carry our little care. He can carry my worries. He can carry my family. He can carry my seven-year-old granddaughter. He can carry my son. He can carry all of the things that have me up worried at night. He can carry it all when I put it in his hands. Amen? Let me pray for you this morning. Father, I just thank you for every single person who's here in this house and participating online. We just thank you for each one. Father, I just ask that you would show them who you are, how real you are. Make yourself real to them this week as they go about their business. Just reveal yourself to them in a way that you've never done before. Holy Spirit, show us that you are abiding with us not just coming and going but you're always here with us and we thank you for your precious gift your precious anointing and we thank you for the power and ability that we have in us because of you we thank you father I come against fear right now and anxiety and worry You've been worried about many things, like Jesus told Martha. You've been worried about many things, but it's not for you to worry. Put it in the hands of someone who can handle it for you, and that is your heavenly Father. Stop the worry. Stop the fear. Stop the anxiety this morning. I come against anxiety right now. In the name of Jesus, I speak to you. And I tell you to cease and desist. In Jesus' name, I speak peace and life and health and wholeness to each person who's listening this morning. I thank you, Father, that you are taking care of everything that concerns us as we put it in your hands. Holy Spirit, you're here and you're working, and I thank you for it. You are awesome, and you are great, my Father. And I thank you for everything that you're doing in Jesus' name. Would you stand with me this morning? Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. He's faithful, and he loves you, and he keeps his promise. He always keeps his promise. And so I know you may have had a friend that broke their promise. I've had many. I've had many. I feel you this morning. But God will never break his promise to you. He said he loves you, and he said he'll be faithful to you. And so just trust him and know and walk with him. And let his joy, his peace, his patience. Don't you need patience? (laughs) I need patience. Let that develop and grow in you. And that happens the more you get to know him. Get to know him. If I was to give you one thing to do this week is get to know God. And you say, well, he's so big. He's huge. I don't even know how I can know him. Oh, you can know him. Just open that Bible app. (laughs) Open your Bible and just tell him, you're going to have to show me who you are. This is new to me. You're going to have to show me who you are. He'll show you. He helped my mom to read in English for the very first time. She could not read English. She's Cape Verdean. She could not read English at all. She opened her Bible one day, was crying, said, I'm stupid. I, how am I supposed to know about Jesus if I can't understand what it says in English in the Bible? And they didn't have other translations at the time that she had. She opened it up, opened up to a verse of Scripture, and read it in English. God wanted her to read the Word. She's been reading English ever since. No teacher. No teacher but the Holy Spirit. He's your friend. He'll always be with you. I'm going to dismiss you this morning. Thank you for coming. It was a blessing to see you and your family this morning. (laughs) Amen. Good to see you all this morning. Those of you participating online,